You're listening to Nonprofit Unplugged with your host, the number one nonprofit lady, Shakira Relaford. This show teaches you how to start and grow your nonprofit with ease. Simply put, this is Nonprofit Made Easy. Hey, welcome back to Nonprofit Unplugged. I'm your number one nonprofit lady, Shakira. And today's guest, we have Renata Porter. She is a small business owner who works exclusively with nonprofits and helping them establish various youth sports activities. Renata, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming. Yes, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So tell everybody who you are. Who is Renata Porter? Ah, I am a mom and a, uh, a wife who lives outside of Fort Worth, Texas. And uh, I started my own business doing consulting. I do uh, work with some startups, so young companies, but my main focus is on uh, youth nonprofit sports. That's yeah. awesome. So yeah. tell us about your business. Um, how did you, well, first tell us about your business and then tell us like, how did you even get started? This stuff excites me. <laughs> Okay, cool. Now, I um, spent the better part of 25 years of my career um, in leadership. And the last 10 years of when I was employed by someone else, um, we were living in New Zealand. And I was really brought in to be kind of a fixer of sorts, fix a department, fix a team, fix a project, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. Um, But when I was doing that, there was never the, okay, but how about we teach everybody the right way or the right processes or the right approach um, or help them become better leaders. So you're not constantly bringing me in to do all these little things to fix them. Cause it's just going to go back. Right. right so right. I decided at the end of that, I was going to be, I wanted to do it on my own. I was going to be a consultant on my own. And then we decided to move back home to the States. So I waited and when we moved back home, I was kind of like, all right, I'm going to start. And then I completely underestimated how hard it was going to be after being out of the country for 10 years and then being out of this <laughs> state for over 20. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, it was a slow start, but I managed to land a few uh, upstarts and just really doing their organizational design, getting them structured, getting them organized and detailed, making sure they have the right butts and the right seats, all that kind of stuff. And I had a friend, an old friend that I grew up with. Um, I'm a former swimmer and I had an old friend that I grew up with. And she's like, I really want to apply the what you do to my sports club. And I thought, oh my gosh. And so I was so excited and I went and we had a great time and they had, they reaped wonderful benefits coming out of our work and going into COVID that I was just like, okay, the, I, this is where I need to be. This is, you know, it, not only is there um, no people in this space as far as the business side, I mean, there's plenty mm-hmm. of people in the nonprofit sports space that is talking about coaching and swimming and the technique or, mm-hmm. you know, coaching or any of the athletes and, and the techniques that go along with that. But there's nobody talking about um, how to run your organization and take it seriously as a nonprofit organization. And so I just, I've been running with it. So I, it's, it brings me a lot of excitement. So that's awesome. How even like unbeknownst to you, like even the things that you were doing and implementing, you were able to take that and then, you know what I mean? Apply it to even the nonprofit sector and really provide that educational component, you know, for a lot of the coaches and, yeah, I mean, and, and it's for the leadership too. So for the board, right? The president, you know, a lot of times the um, they come on board because they have an athlete 
um, on the team and they may or they may not necessarily have the right skill set. And even if they have the right skill set, when you look at the years past of what's been done, they may not even know like how to get started to actually take it in the right direction. And I think right. um, that's what's exciting for me is to get them to go, okay, we need to apply a bit of rigor, just like, you know, you are a commercial business, but maybe not so much as like your fortune 500, like you're still, you're still a sports organization, but let's take it seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a sports organization, but you're still a business. And as a board member, mm-hmm. you have a few duties of care and responsibility. And there's a buttload of accountability that, you know what, your name's going to end up in the paper if the stuff doesn't run right. So let's get you structured and organized. So the membership like really is served to the fullest and not just what you think you can accomplish on today with your hour and a half that you may or may not have actually have. <laughs> yes. You know? Right. Right. So. That's so true. So mm. what would you say were your action steps that you took to, or maybe not you, you took, but maybe what are the action steps you can give, right? Someone who's in this position where they really need to take the business to the next level, but take themselves seriously first. And yeah. uh, what, what would you say, or what, what would be your, your top three action steps? Okay. So the first thing is to like verify that everybody is on board with the direction that you want to go. Right. So if you call that a vision, you know, make sure it's actually a true vision statement and that it's still fit for purpose. Like if you haven't looked at it in five years, well, it's not fit for purpose. I can tell you. Right. So like really go through the exercise of where you want to go. Then once you get that, then you need to look at what do you need and who do you need, right? So do you need a board that has a lot of experience and skill set? Okay, so evaluate your approach to your board. So, you know, the common for sports is just to have a president, secretary, treasurer, and then you may have another three to some have six, eight uh, more board members that are general board members. But all they do is show up to a monthly meeting. Well, that doesn't benefit the board. So let's get together on what you exactly need and recruit for the skill set and make sure you've got the right people to bring the club towards marching towards that um, towards that vision. And align with that needs to be in alignment with your coaches as well. They need to be on board. You know, the board can't go one way and the coaches go another way. They need to be working together to get that vision. Then the third thing would be where's the rigor, like. Not everything needs a process doc, okay, or a process, but quite a bit of stuff does, okay? And and it doesn't necessarily need to be a boring document. It could be, you know, a video recording or a checklist or whatever it is. And it doesn't matter what level of volunteer it is, but you need to think about continuity because when you bring people on, and that's the nature of a nonprofit business in general, especially in sports, because they tend to turn over quite a bit. You know, people spend months trying to figure out what they're supposed to be doing or where they're going and there's no continuity. So how do you put some structure around that? Like, this is what we do. This is what we do normally. This is what we'd like to do. This is how you do these things. Even to the simplest thing, like a checklist for somebody who's new to being a volunteer at the um, concession stand, right? Maybe they didn't know that the hot dogs were supposed to go on an hour before everything else, you know, that kind of thing. So So it's not just, so it's about making sure you've got a clear direction, making sure you've got the right people on your board and your staff to get to that 
to that direction and then putting some rigor around how you're going to do it and making sure you have con- so you have continuity so you can keep going. I absolutely love it. And I think, um, especially for that last point with having the continuity, everyone knows exactly what they're doing when they're doing it, where they're supposed to be, you know, uh, you, know you know what I mean? And yeah. then even turn, you can even take that checklist. I like to go a step further, right? You can take that checklist and build on that continuous quality improvement. Like mm-hmm. here's how, like you said, in the first tip, going back and revisiting that vision and that mission to make sure it's still in alignment, right? With, with what's going on presently and where the where the organization is going but you can even take that and say okay here's how we can make some improvements here or here's how we can continue to grow there and it only makes you as the leader or executive right you know what I mean even that much more ahead of the game you know absolutely absolutely and I know it's a boring thing people get like the eye rolls are just amazing when I talk about the the processes and stuff (laughs) like that but I believe it but I mean I I get so when you want really good, skilled, quality people and volunteers to come on board and you're struggling to get your volunteers, nine times out of 10, it's because they don't know what you want them to do. You haven't thought about it. You just say, you know what? We need you. They come on board and then they waste hours upon hours and then they become jaded. And that conversation goes out to other volunteers not to jump on because they don't know what the heck they're doing. So if you're able to think through and plan out, you don't have to have it to the nth detail, right? I'm not saying that, but at least some plans, some thoughts. So when you're bringing people on board, they can jump in and hit the ground running. And I think a lot, and this is not just in sports. I mean, this, I was the president of a, of a diabetes youth organization in, in uh, New Zealand, and it was no different there in the fact that we all came in and nobody knew what the heck we were supposed to be doing, right? Okay. New board. I think this is what we should be doing, right? So, and it's it's time wasting and you don't serve your membership if you don't put things in a way to where you're always moving forward. And it just takes that one brave soul to like say, we're going to march <laughs> and this is what we're going to do. And everybody gets on board. So, but yeah, that's what I do. I go in and I kind of work with clubs on doing that. And I don't do like the theory talking kind of like this. I theory talk but I put things in action. Here's your plan. This is how you do it. What do you think? Do you think you do this or this or how would that, you know, and I kind of make it fit for that specific team. And I'm all about action. I follow up, you know, if you've hired me, you've got me for a year. I want to make sure that the work that we've done is good works and that it is working. You know, I help you implement it. And then if it's not working, we'll sit back down at my own expense and go, why is it not working? How do we fix it? Because it does me no good. It does you no good or the club no good to, to do, to bring me in as an advisor to help you. And then things fall apart. Right. And there's, there's so many consultants out there that want to do the high level. This is how you do it. See you later. Good luck. And that is not me. I'm about, I want to get in there and work. How can, how can you be successful? You know, probably should charge more, but love what you do and yeah. you know get paid to do it right okay yes. so last question are you ready sure, sure. Dun, dun, dun. do you feel that you are fulfilling your life's purpose um through my work is part of it you know um I think that a lot of what has made me successful as an individual or 
made life lessons easier to learn is because of the fact that I grew up in youth sports. Um, it taught me how to be organized and structured. You know, I was, I was team captain from a young age. So I learned leadership abilities from a young age, communication, all that stuff, right? There's so much about sports other than the sport itself, right? So I believe by trying to help these organizations, I'm giving them opportunities to make huge impacts on family lives. And I know everybody says that, but I come from it from a different perspective. It is not just about the sport. And if the team can be so organized and diligent, then they can serve their entire membership. So the developing athlete through the elite athlete, not just focusing on the elite athlete. So to me, that brings me a tremendous amount of joy, you know, so I'd like to say, yes, that's, that's where that's, I, I do think I'm fulfilling what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, but who knows? God, my have a different plan. I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much for coming and just sitting down and sharing you. your wisdom. I love everything. I love everything about it. Where Thank can you. we find you? So you can um, find me at RenataPorter.com or um, I have a website that is just for tools and articles for those who are in sports leadership. And that's yoursportsresource.com. Or you can write me at rp at renataporter.com. Find me on LinkedIn, Renata Porter. So yeah. Awesome. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And as always, everyone stay encouraged and we can't wait to see you on top. You've been listening to Nonprofit Unplugged. Please rate and comment this show for more amazing content.